the boys are back. Rossi and Trent are back in action for a second season of Spraymakers, where they deep dive into the world of water skiing. In this kickoff episode, they talk about the start of their seasons and some key highlights they look at while coaching. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to spread the love by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing with your friends. Rossi, we're back. This is awesome, man. Season two, never thought that was going to happen. Pretty excited about it. Had a lot of time to think over the over the off season and uh, ready to be fired up. How about you? Yeah, no, I mean, um, I mean the the biggest, I mean, the worst part, you know, of uh, of winter for me is, you know, I love the I love the break and and I love to you know get on my bike and do some fishing, but but I lose contact with with so many of my you know what what feels like my family. So I mean, even you know, even missing out on my weekly my weekly chats with you and and uh, you know, and then the subsequent you know, feedback I get from, from, you know, people I ski with and people I coach and, and uh, man, you, I, yeah, I get a little bit cut off and a little bit lonely through the winter. So I'm, I'm stoked to be back. Um, we're going to, um, we've got, you, you know, let's just, let's just talk about, you know, first of all, like how we're going to package the season. So season two, um, our, our plan for this season is we're going to make it more of, of a, like one continuous journey, if you will. Um, you know, and, and I know you and I have this, you know, the same, same approach to coaching in that we start at the bottom, right? Like we, you know, we have, we, we build a base to this pyramid and then we just keep, just keep climbing and climbing and climbing. So we're going to be, you know, to help our listeners in, 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 in finding, you know, where they, you know, where they want to, you know, start when they, when they re-listen to some of this stuff, we're going to start at the very bottom, the, the, the core fundamentals. And then as we work through the season, we're going to get higher and higher and, and a little more technical and perhaps a little more abstract, but, you know, always, uh, always keeping that, that solid base in mind. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, you know, season one, we were, we were, we put a lot of info out there. It was really fun. I would say we probably jumped around a little, a little bit more. So I th- we're just trying to add a little bit of structure to this, so that you can, like Trent just said, you know, you can build, build on it, uh, episode after episode. So, you know, hopefully people will be coming back to this first episode um, throughout the year, and and then building on that. And um, yeah, I, I think, I think ultimately a game plan always helps. And yeah. structure always helps. So one thing I did want to say is, you know, even though sometimes we get really technical for some of the tournament and higher level skiers, that all of these concepts apply to uh, open water skiers, to mm-hmm. uh, beginner intermediate skiers. And, um, you know, I, I think I think uh, just take your time to, to digest it and re-listen. And, you know, what we're really trying to do is create a game plan in your head that fits your style we're not trying to make you ski like Trent or or myself. We're just trying to give you our insight, and then you build your foundation on that. And that's yeah. uh, it's exciting. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, in and in so in the same way that we're gonna we're gonna build this season of spray makers, that's the same way I approach my skiing at the beginning of the year. Meaning you know, my, that very first set, when I leave the dock, it's, it's, it's going to be built just the same way this season of Spring Makers is built. I'm going to go with what is number one, like what is the, the, the bottom most important thing that I need to be able to, to find, you know, not 60% of the time, but you know, 100% of the time, what's the, you know, what's my most base fundamental, um, you know, aspect to my skiing that has to be perfect. And, and if, if, if it's not perfect now, 
then it, you're, it's not something you're going to be able to find down the road, right? Like, so, so for me, or, or for you, Rossi, like, let's, let's get this thing going. When, when you hop in the boat and whether you're watching, you know, Corey Vaughn or, or you're watching, you know, Terry Winters ski, what, you know, what's the the very first thing you live or if you're watching you know sorry i should have included broader spectrum if you're watching your son ski what's what's the first thing that catches your eye what's the first thing that you you know you absorb and and either you recognize that it's perfect or or you recognize that it isn't and so you know that's going to be your starting point what what catches your eye first when you watch someone ski I mean, when I, the first, I mean, right off the bat, even when they first pull out on their first cut, whether that be a free ski cut or a pull out for the gates, you know, the first thing that your eye catches, my eye catches, and I'm, I'm pretty sure you're the same way is, is how, how does this skier stand on their ski? You know, like yeah. how, how, what, uh, you actually have, have used a really nice, nice statement and, and just called it basic structure, you know, like how do you, how do you, how do they stand on the ski? And then that, that shows you you know, is it, are they using a more structured, uh, approach to it? Are they using more muscle? You know, mm-hmm. it's just like those, that immediate first thing you see is just, where are you on your ski? Are you on the back? Are they, you know, bent over or the, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's basic structure, how you're standing. It, yes. And it, and it's funny. It, it's, it is the most unifying factor amongst or across all high level skiers, you know, um, in that, you know, well, I I can think of, you know, a friend of mine that I coach uh, here in Texas name is Dale and, and like when I first started with him five years ago, it it was, he stood on his ski in a manner that, that he wasn't balanced to even to the point where he, when he would cut, you know, swing out and stop at the end of the lakes, he would actually fall backwards you know, as he was sinking into the water. Yeah. And, and it was one of those things that like, it was, it's, it's undeniable that, you know, it's, it's, it's not quite right, you know, and, and then fast forward, you know, five years and he's running passes in the course and, and, and it's a simple little thing, but when he pulls out now at the end of the lake, he swings out and then he sinks perfectly balanced over his feet. And, and that's, that's, um, you know, there's tells like that. There's certain tells that you just know, you know, and you just think back to, or, you know, just recall skiers, you, you know, at different levels of the, of the spectrum, even if they can run the course, you, you know, if they get up and up on the water and you can just tell they're, they're not balanced over their feet or they're not, they're not using their, their, the, the, their body structure to, to, to harness and, and manage even, you know, even simple load from the boat when you're skiing straight behind the boat, then you, you know, that has to be the first thing you address that. um, And I think in, you know, we've talked about this in the past, you and I, um, it's that position isn't identical for everyone, right? That's correct. I mean, everybody has different body, has a different body, has a different, uh, you know, like for myself, I know I have a four degree inward slide to my right knee, right? Like, so every time that I push forward on my right knee, if I don't have my footbed canted, my knee's going to fall to the inside, you know, that that's going to change how my body rides on the ski. My, you know, um, we, we've got uh, fellow pro skiers that have different length legs, you know, and, and have to, and, and use, use things like shims to try to even them out so that they're balanced on their skis. So, yeah, it, I mean, every single human is unique in their structure. They're, it's unique in their build. So every skier should basically have a somewhat unique style. But as you were alluding to before, there is a very small realm in there that you're you're in your balanced position, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because so you, you think of you know, I think of 
say Cole, Cole McCormick, for example. So that's, I mean, when he finds that balance as he as he approaches the load zone or or, or starts swinging through the load zone or through the through his cut, if you will, I mean, he's got a like a much straighter body, like a classic kind of Jeff Rogers hips up, a really straight body, and that's where he finds his balance. Or, or then compare that to someone, excuse me, like like Terry Winter. Um, obviously, he's got Terry also has perfect balance in that you know in that he's he's, he's using the majority of his body. Um, or directing the load th- close to the center of his body, but it's far more compressed. So, so d- maybe just walk through that. Like, how how can someone be? How can you be compressed and aligned, or have or balanced structure, or or be perfectly straight with your body? You know, what what is it that you're that you're looking for if you if you have structure or balance? Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately it's it's where is your body weight falling off the side of your ski, right? So. Yeah. You know, I think I think you know the 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 t- common term is center of mass and and is it moving forward and off your ski and da 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 da. But ultimately, you know how your body falls off the edge of your ski is how the edge of your ski is pressured in the water. So yeah. you know if you if you if you push your legs and fall backwards and then catch yourself with muscle, your 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 center of mass moved backwards. You've pulled the water brake on your ski backwards. That makes your ski able to turn turn easier and do some things that uh, you know you can manipulate and skid your ski. But you, then you lose all of that edge to go across the wakes with. So, you know, can a guy be perfectly shoulders level, uh, straighter legs, arms straight? Maybe you have longer. Maybe you have longer arms than than uh, another guy who might be shorter arm and may have his knees compressed more and be falling off the side of his ski. And you're actually both skiers can have their center of mass be off the exact same part of the ski with different yeah. different body techniques. How about yourself, Trent? What do you? I mean, when you're when, yeah. you, when you're asked that well, question, what do you what are you thinking? Yeah, I guess what you know what we're getting at is. We're all looking for the same thing, but but it's it doesn't it's not necessarily going to look the same way. So let's just start from the start then. Okay, so we're looking for alignment, stack. I like to say structure, um, and I like and again I like to say structure because because not you know it, it's if it, it, th- that idea of stack is always you know it, it's what is it? Well, that's shoulders over hips, hips over ankles. That's a straight line, and and that you know like like we're saying that straight line isn't necessarily attainable for everyone. So we're looking for structure or balance. So what is that, right? That's, 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 you're trying to have the, the load, the, the line of the load. So, which is, which is obviously the line of the rope. You're trying to have that intersect as close to the center of your body as possible or, or to your spine. So where I start with everyone and I start with myself is, 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 is is that you have to be able to find that position on dry land. And given, you know, here we are episode one, much of the country isn't on the water yet. Um, but it's close enough that people are starting to, you know, geek out, freak out, you know, starting to really get their minds on water skiing. So I, I start with everyone on dry land with, with, with this part. And, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big dry land drill guy, and this isn't necessarily a drill, but, but being able to tie a handle to a pole and find that perfect balance in your lean, you have to be able to do that on, on dry ground. Um, you know, especially if I'm starting with, 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 a you know, a skier, an athlete that, I, that I haven't worked with in the past, like, um, th- that's 100% where I start with them. Even if they're competent, you know, 
short line slalom skiers, I still want to see like, you know, just tie up the handle, show me what it is you're looking for. So, um, I, I know you, you, you know, I know you do this, you're a proponent of a, of, of a similar kind of scenario. So, so if you're, you have a guy, you haven't skied with him before you, you want to see, you know, what, what is it? What are you looking for on the water? What is that? What does that, that load position look like to you? What, how do you run them through that, those steps? Well, I mean, I, th- I think ultimately it's exactly what we said originally, which was the first thing you catch on your eye is, is that balance with the rope, with your ski on the water. And, and I can't tell you, I mean, you and I have coached thousands of people. I can't tell you how many times I've come back to the dock after skiing with somebody who is a really, uh, high level skier. Like, let's say they're, they're running, you know, mid 35 off. And you get, you know, you're talking about these techniques on the water that you want to see them update. And then you come back to the dock, hook them up to that post and um, let them fall into that position. And wham, immediately the same issues that were happening on the water are actually evident on this on this dry land, you know, uh, exercise. So, yeah, we're looking for we're looking for that kind of to be able to go from a standing position to a cutting position in one dynamic motion. I think that's like the most important thing. And, and I think most people, uh, tend to, uh, rely a lot on muscle, a lot on, yeah. instead of, instead of falling into that structure. So what am I looking for when I see somebody? I, I mean, I think what you just said, uh, hips over knees, over feet, uh, hips over knees, shoulders over hips, and then yep. some people are going to have their hips higher and they're going to be more in a, you know, in a 45 degree straight line from their feet to their shoulders. Um, and others are going to be more, let's say, Jamie Beauchene style, you know, where you've got mm-hmm. your hip allowed to rotate off the side of the ski, but it's still in line with the knees and in line with the hip. I mean, with the feet. So, you know, I think you're you're bringing up this dry land hook a, hook a handle to the, to the post idea. And then just to to practice, to practice without even being out there. When you first go out there and you haven't skied in a while, it's so overwhelming. The speed is there that you forgot about, you know, I mean, you know, most people go out there and they feel, they feel kind of deer in headlights, meaning just they, uh, I don't even know what to do. And so why not, why not give yourself the opportunity to find these positions and, and also identify where you, where your weaknesses are in these positions. And that shows up in muscle. So Trent, why don't you walk us through, uh, I really like the idea of us kind of, uh, putting this, putting this on, on display. Like tell, tell me how you, yeah. Tell me how you do this with your student. Like no one, somebody that's listening to this podcast has never done this drill before. Why don't you just walk me through like, okay, you're taking, you're taking me, uh, on a journey. Yep. Yeah. And it, and it, and it is incredibly important, you know, and, and just before I get started on that, you know, this is something, this is something that I do with my skiing every single set, whether it's practice or whether it's a tournament, I'm going to find some way. It, and for me, it's going to be the last moment on the starting dog. Usually what I actually do is, is I take most, most tournaments there, they run, you know, multiple ropes just to keep things going quickly. So I'll just grab the other rope, you know, that, the, you know, the skier ahead of me is on the water. I grab a rope, I tie it to somewhere on the dock and I'm going to find that onside lean balance, move around till I find that spot. I'm going to do my offside lean. I'm then I'm going to repeat both sides twice. Um, so I'm doing that every set, every practice set, every tournament round. And it's just something, I mean, it's, it's not even an option for me. Like if I'm, even if I'm 
running late to, to you know, to the qualifying round, I'm, I am going to take that 15 seconds to do this. So, okay. So step one, and this is the one that people miss the most. So you're going to tie that, you know, tie your handle up about waist high, but you need to make sure you're visualizing the, the, the boat's direction of travel to begin with. Okay. So, and you also then need to make sure you, you visualize where, where am I according to rope angle? Like, where am I through the, through the, the cutting process? The mistake I, I make, I see people make is, is they get right behind the, the pylon. They turn their feet perfectly perpendicular to the pylon and they just get into this big, strong lean. And so, I mean, think about your, think about the path you're actually on. You're never going 90 degrees to the boat, right? So step one, tie that handle up about waist high. Step two, if you're on concrete, you know, you can even draw a dotted line to okay, where is the center of the wakes? as it relates to, to my, to my imaginary path that the boat is taking. Right. Mm-hmm. so then I'm going to make sure that set yourself up. If you're cutting from the right to the left, set yourself up, you know, six inches to the right of where the center of the wakes would be. So you're actually in that lean, um, according to where that rope angle is going to be, you'd probably be almost at the first wake, right? Mm-hmm. Don't get right behind the boat. And cause this isn't about a, this isn't about a strength building exercise about, I'm going to see how hard I can lean. Again, we're looking for structure we're looking for balance so if you're cutting right to left you know if you're left foot forward that's going to be your onside cut just go a couple inches to the right so you're actually approaching the wakes and then i'm going to point my feet at 45 degrees to the to the direction of of, to my you know imaginary direction of travel that the boat's going um and then from there i'm just going to just relax my arms fall into that lean And, and again you know you're not looking for you're not looking for a massive amount of lean. You're, you're, because all you're really trying to do is find that balance point. So I'm going to start, you know, equal weight on both feet, relax my arms so they're as long as, as they can be, and and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move a little bit. Like I'm not I'm I'm not gonna throw my hips to the handle and, and, and tense every muscle. I'm I'm gonna move around a little bit. I'm gonna slide my weight, you know, from my heels to my toes. I'm gonna open my shoulders a little bit until I find what feels like almost perfectly equal arm pressure. And then from there, I'm, I'm going to just concentrate. Like, where am I feeling load? Um, you know, does tightening my core, does that help me hold this position? And, and, and really, when you find that balance point on dry land like this, you're going you're gonna to realize that even, you're using, even though you're using strength, you know, a lot of it's going to be through your, cores, through your core and through your fingertips. When you find that balance, all of a sudden, it's, it's going to get a heck of a lot easier to, to hold. And, 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 and I mean, best rule of thumb, if you get in this position and you're feeling a heck of a lot of strain and, and, and you wouldn't be able to hold it for 10 minutes, then you're not in the right position. You know, stand up a little taller, get your chest out between your arms, like see how straight you can get your, you know, your spine between your hips and, 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 and your shoulders. Like really just allow yourself to move around a little bit. Cause again, this isn't about, you're not trying to break the rope or, 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 or bend the pole. All you're working on is balance because, you know, and, and you can attest to this, when you find that position, even if it's, even if it's 41 off, when you find that perfect balance position at the perfect time, you, you're not working that hard. So, you know, don't, don't approach this handle and this pole as if you're, as if you're, you know, this isn't about a, you know, a, a max deadlift or, you know, this isn't a strength exercise. This is a balance exercise. So if it's, if it's hard to hold, you know, bring your feet away from the pylon or from the pole a little bit. So you have a little bit less, you know, body lean angle. And let's really just allow yourself to move around and, and find that perfect position. Oh man, I'm, I want to go do that right now. 
I did it this morning at the gym. You know, oh. it's it's ski season. Like I, I'm, I'm. That's where I'm at right now. And and I think you know, like let's go ahead and like nerd this up a little bit. Get someone, you know, get get your ski buddy to to, to video or or take photos from behind, from the side, from the front, and just see what what position what that position looks like compared to to what it feels like in your mind. You know, you might be surprised. You might see. Oh man, my arms are bent. Why would my arms be bent? Or you know, or, or if your arms are bent, then your hips or your butt is probably back a little bit in, in an in an attempt to counterbalance. You know, just I, I don't know. Have you? It's it's something I've done. You know, with with kids in the past, or, or some of my my athletes in the past, is I'll take a picture of it and, and be like, I mean, is that what you thought it looked like? And sometimes it can be pretty revealing. Oh, I well, I want you to take a. I'm, I'm definitely going to take a picture and load it up on the. On the Spraymakers uh, Instagram account, so we got to do good, that. Good idea, good idea. Yes, I'll do the same. Let's uh, we'll we'll throw that up. Um, so it'll, uh, you know, after you listen to this, go go check out our you know Spraymakers Instagram page and and see. And then furthermore, send us some photos of of uh, <laughs> of your position. You know, I think it'd be kind of cool. We'll get interactive with this, and um, might be kind of cool just to see everyone's take on it. Yep. Yep. So when I'm, when I'm thinking about this drill, one of the, there's a few tips that I, that I definitely, uh, that need to be done in order for this to really be effective. And number one, uh-huh. you, you did say, keep, you know, put, put the handle on the post, no higher than waist high. And I would say maybe a little bit lower than that, just slightly yep. lower than waist high. So that when you get in your lean, you don't want to be on a high pole if you're on your lean, because then it, it basically doesn't allow your hips to be able to uh, be dynamic. You'll get locked into just one position where you feel very unathletic. So a little bit lower there. The other thing that that I do is I like to have my feet basically just under the handle. So I'm standing straight up and down on on the dock. I've got the handle pulled all the way to tight. So I know where tight is. That way I have balance. My feet are underneath the handle exactly what you're saying. Actually, I love what you just said about, um, about, setting up not at true center, setting up before, like a few inches to the side of center so that yeah. you're actually practicing a position that you're going to be in. I think people practice positions that they never, ever achieve. And then yes. they're striving for those in the course and they're not even reality. So I've done a lot of writing on that in the past, like, you know, skiing the unskiable line, you know, that's, yes. that's something that actually does not benefit you. It, it, it takes you away from, from that, from that, place that you can actually be. So I like to have my feet right under the handle. And then what I really want to do is I want to go. So now my handle is close to my hip because my feet are underneath the handle. And I am just going to allow myself to, to dynamically move away from the handle with my upper body and try to go from, from standing straight up and down to all the way to where my arms are straight. And I am leaning against the rope in a water ski cut position. And Mm -hmm. my goal is to be able to fall right into that perfectly stacked position for where I set myself up in relation to center line. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I like that. I like that. Like the way you're approaching this because, because the the position you like in terms of your body's alignment, the position you're in when you're standing straight up before, like you say, before you've fallen into that lean, that is, that is the position you want your body to be into and through the lean, right? So, so are you trying to go from that upright position and then just, you know, letting your arms out as you fall into that lean while, while you're doing that, are you concentrating on not letting or, or, or trying to have minimal, minimal movement with your body? 
It, I mean, the, 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 the thought would be to, to effortlessly fall to that place that I catch myself right in my perfectly, uh, structured position or, or stacked position, however, however you want to say it. And, and, you know, the first thing I'll, I'll do, if I do that, like, let's say I'll do it right now, I'll fall in and I can feel that my, let's say we're going right to left, as you were describing before, I can feel my right shoulder being a little low. I feel more, when I feel my hands, I can feel my left hand feels like it's having to hold on harder. You know, mm -hmm. my right arm might be a little bit bent because of that. And, and I, then, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to allow myself exactly what you said, move around a little bit, straighten your arm, move around, find that place where you're balanced between your feet. You know, those are the types of things you want to be able to find. Then I'm going to stand back up to vertical again. And I'm going to fall back into this position. And I'm hoping that this time I keep my left shoulder higher. I keep the hands so that they're feeling more, they fall into a more even pressure. You know, that's mm -hmm. the kind of motion that I'm going to do. And I'm going to do this over and over again. And you have yeah. to remember, you know, you need to set up for, I'm a right foot forward skier. So when we're talking right to left cut, that's my, you know, quote unquote offside cut. So yes, I'm going to keep my, my, my right foot's going to be forward. It's going to be a practice of my offside cut. Then I'm going to go set up, you know, six inches left of center line, you know, left of directly behind whatever post that I'm hooked up to and make sure you're mm -hmm. hooked up to a post that can support you. You know, <laughs> I, it sounds dumb, but I, I've, no, I've, no. I've, hooked, I've hooked on a couple of things that when I fell into that, they shifted and it got, it got a little, little intense. So, you know, we are not trying to break anything here either. And I love that you said that before. This is not strength. You should be able to fall into this position and I do this with, I mean, I do this with students all the time. You know, like I said earlier, we come off the water, we weren't able to get kind of the position that I wanted to. I could see that there was a little bit of misunderstanding of where I was trying to go for it. So then, yeah, hook the, I hook the handle up to a post on the dock. I, I, you know, stand behind my student. I let them fall into this position. And then once they're in that position, I say, okay, I want you to hold this. I want you to be able to just, and it's not hold though. That's the craziest part. It's more of a hang than it is yeah. a hold. And I think that yep. right there is like one of the most fundamentally misunderstood things out there. You know, when I come off a buoy and I grab that handle, I'm thinking, let my arms out. And I'm thinking to lean away from the boat. I am not thinking that I'm going to be holding myself up and trying to pull the boat backwards. Yeah. I mean, especially nowadays with, with, uh, how, how much horsepower is in the boats, uh, you know, our cruise control system with zero off. I mean, they're, they want to keep a constant speed. So the moment you add anything, the boat just counteracts that with more gas. So you cannot pull the boat backwards. So let's not practice that and get on to the, you know, I just watch people go on to that, that, you know, hook the handle up thing, put their hip up and they're trying to break the post. That's yeah. not, that is not the case, right? So get in that position and find that balanced position. What are some things when you see people do that, that they could, you know, I talked a little bit about shoulder height and things like that, but like, is there anything else that you can think of that when you're working with people, you know, you know, it's funny, like the, the, <clears throat> the last thing you said, like really, really uh, struck a chord with me it, it, and it was, um, it was early this winter. I had, um, a couple free skiers, um, from Lake Placid that were coming over for lessons and these were good skiers, you know, and they, I mean, they got, and they, they got after it and they, and they, you know, they, they were aggressive. And, and so then after the set, we did exactly this, we did exactly this drill you just talked about. And, and, and 
they were taking far, like far too much lean. Like remember the the lean there, there was like a there was like a like a implement that you could hook the handle to and this has been this, this thing's been around for 40 years, 50 years maybe even. Remember and it had like the 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 where you put your feet was on a really sharp angle and it was it was called the leaning tool or right. something like that. So anyway, their goal was to, to make this massive lean when they got on the handle and 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 I'm like no, like that's you know, even for even for a short short line like you don't need that much lean angle with your body. So it, it's, you know, like, like you said, start with it. If you start with your feet right underneath the handle, that's going to be the appropriate amount of lean. Um, anyway, where we're going with that. Um, <clears throat> for me, I guess it, it's, it's again, just be open to exploring that balance point with, with movement. So like you said, fall into that lean now. Okay. Open your shoulders more towards the, towards the pylon. Where, what happens? Just, you know, do you start to feel equal arm pressure? Okay. I got that. What if I open even more? Okay. Maybe now your hips are falling away and, and you, 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 you need to find a sense for when you're in this perfect balanced position. And, and that's going to take, you know, time, right? So like, don't, you know, don't rush the process. So, you know, and don't, don't limit, don't limit the process. Like, like do this every day, mm-hmm. do this every day. Maybe make that, you know, your, your, you know, one thought for the season is I'm, I'm going to, you know, practice my onside lean and my offside lean five times before every set. Mm-hmm. I um, like that. I like it. Yeah. And, and, and just move through it, you know, like we see this, you know, because, you know, it's going to be a static position as it exists on dry land. Don't be afraid to, to, to move through it. Open up a little more. See if you can bring your chest out between your arms a little more. Engage your core a little more. Just find what like, you, you'll recognize it when you find it. Because, um, you, you know, you should be able to, when you find this perfect position, you should be able to just slowly take pressure off one hand. And you actually can hold this with one hand, you know, even with a, a, a quite a bit of lean. Because it's not that hard to hold when, when, the, when the line of the rope is, or the, or the load itself is being directed through your whole body. So I think, uh, you know, in keeping with that, uh, a really nice key for me is, is I want the line of the rope, you know. So if there was the, that straight line from the pylon to the center of your handle, if there was a laser running down that, I want that to run through my center. I want it to come through. So if I'm cutting, you know, if I'm cutting to the, from the right to the left, I'm going to want that line to come over my right hip. I want it to, I'm going to want it to come through the center of my chest, through the center of my head. I, I want, you know, I want the line of my body to line up with the line of the rope. Um, and again, as soon as you find that spot, you're going to recognize it because it just, it gets lighter in your hands. It gets lighter in your body. And then from there, once I find that balance position, then I'm, then I like to think of it, I'm going to protect that position through my core. So I'm just going to super engage my center and, and that's going to protect that position. That's going to keep my hips from sagging, my back from rounding. Um, and that's it. That's, that's the position you're looking for on the water. So make it a, you know, make it a, an objective that you're going to be able to successfully find that position on on, on your first try. Like when I have, you know, someone I'm new working with, um, like a a new athlete for me, it's typically someone's going to get into that position. Then I'm going to manipulate them a little bit. I'm going to, you know, advise them to bring their chest out between their arms a little bit. Now relax your arms, maybe open up a little bit. And it's really rewarding as a coach. And it's, I know it's rewarding as an athlete, you know, from their perspective, when 
two months later, they just fall into that position perfect every time. And, and again, it seems obvious, but if you can't fall into that position perfectly on dry land, think about what, what, what are your chances of finding it, you know, in, in the dynamic environment of, of, of skiing behind the boat? Oh, I love what you ta- I love what you said about the core, because I think most people's core isn't really engaged mm-hmm. um, when they're in these positions because the arms are too engaged. There's other yeah. muscles that are too engaged. And so you don't have that deal. But when you look at all sports in general, the one common thing is always core, you know, and, yes. and people are like, I don't understand what core is like what? Well, you have to get into this position to be able mm-hmm. to, to access the power of your core. 100%. Um, you know, yes, in if Pilates. You're, if you're, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go, I was going to say, if, you're, if your chest is rounded and you're, and, or you're, sorry, your chest is hollowed and, you're, and your upper body is rounded and, and you got a curve in your back, you're, you can't access your, your abdominals to, to, to hold that position, right? They're, they're out of play. And that's and why as, back hurts all the time. Yes. But as soon as your chest comes out between your arms and that spine gets nice and straight, then yes protect that position through your center. Like, and, and it's funny. And then you go back to what you're going to say about Pilates. It's funny. Like when I'm skiing my absolute best, sometimes, you know, I'll go through, you know, strings of, of sets and passes and passes where the only thing I'm thinking about is, is, is I think you know, like, like ringing out my center. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going stronger, stronger, strongest through my center as I swing off the second wake, you yes. know, when everything's perfect, it is that simple. It is. It really is. And, 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 um, what I was going with the Pilates thing is that, you know, that's a Kegel. When you Kegel in Pilates, Ah. you are, you are engaging your core. So we need to be able to find that place where you can engage your core. Um, you know, when I, it's same thing when I have a student and they, and I fall into their, their, their lean position on this drill, the first thing I'm going to do is come up behind them and I'm going to grab both their arms from behind them and I'm going to shake their arms. I'm going to say, I want your arms to relax, relax, relax. And everybody's arm is just slightly bent and flexed out like crazy. And so I'm always so, like, just relax let, your let arms ask, so you let, can fall into yeah, this. Yep. For sure. So let me ask you this then. If, if you tie up that, what, what the fact that your arms are, are tense, what, <clears throat> excuse me, what does that tell you about your body position? Like potentially. Well, potentially. Like if someone is like, someone's like, I can't relax my arms or, or I'm going to crumble. Like what is what, what might be wrong with their position? Well, uh, exactly. So if, when we talk about where you're falling off the side of your ski and into a balanced position, when you fall into an unbalanced position, you can't actually use your structure to hold yourself up. Thus you're going to have to compensate. And most of the time in skiing, that compensation happens with bent arms. And then as soon as your arms bend, the loads, uh, running through your body can't be supported as strong. And so what ends up happening is your, uh, your butt basically starts to slide backwards. So, and then your upper body slides forward to counteract that back, uh, motion of your, of your lower body. So now you're completely out of balance. And the only way to hold yourself in a position that looks about where you would want to be is to have your arms bent and be really flexed and, and trying to hold. Now, the funny, the, the interesting thing about this is in that zone, you may, be tightening your abs, but you're not actually tightening what I would call your core. Like, I mean, it just, you're not, you're not feeling it. So I, the first thing I do is reach around that person and shake their arms. And then I'll look at them and I'll be like, Hey, you have, you know, 90% of your weight and is is on your left arm going right to left. And you're, you've got your left shoulder lower and you're now your hips shot backwards. So now your butt's backwards and now you're right into that unbalanced position. So if you can't hold this 
what we're talking about this position for, you know, a minute at least. I mean, that's not even, that's just getting started. But if you can't hold it for a minute, then you need to do what Trent was saying and relax your hands. Find that balance point where you have 50-50 running through your hands. Shake your arms so you know they're loose, you know, and then shift your weight between your between your feet until you find that place where you're like, oh, I could stand here for five minutes in this yeah. lean and I'm not trying to break the pole, uh, the, the pole that I'm hooked up to. I'm not trying to pull that towards me. All I'm trying to do is lean away from this handle. The handle is connected to the boat. The boat has, you know, somewhere between 350 and 450 horsepower that's hooked onto a cruise control system most of the time. I mean, if you're hand driving, you're hand driving. You're still, somebody's going to give you gas. You're not going to pull that boat backwards. So I think that's the biggest thing that we need to really focus on is finding the structured position versus finding a fighting position. Yeah. So I think, yes, exactly. We're looking for, we're looking for balance, not fight, you know, and, and, and where does the fight come from? You know, you watch, you know, Freddie winter, you know, just go flying, you know, through the wakes over the tip of his ski and get, you know, or, or, or you watch, you know, someone else like bury their shoulder to try and get that extra quarter buoy. Like the fight comes from, from when you were out of balance and we're all going to get out of balance at some point. Right. But, but being able to recognize that balance point is everything. Cause that's where, you know, everyone wants to talk about light on the line and man, this person feels light and da 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 da. And that's what it is. It's, it's when you find perfect balance and, and when, and when, the boat gets you, catches you out in a position, you know, because maybe something slowed down your turn or something left your, your swing height, you know, not as high as it should have been, could have been. That's when, that's when the fight comes. So you want to be able to learn, you know, where's this balance point. So I think, you know, just in final, final, you know, tip on, on this, this dry land drill, start with minimal lean, you know, start like in your mind, like just say, if you're a 32 off skier, okay, how much lean would it take for me to run 30 miles an hour long line. Okay. Mm-hmm. Start there, you know, cause it's, it's the exact same position, you know, lean angle is going to increase the pressure in your hands, pressure in your feet, you know, and, and maybe the, the core strength required to hold it, but the position itself is identical. So, you know, start with minimal lean, then, okay, move your feet a little closer to the pylon. Let's, let's increase that lean incrementally. Um, with that balance point, not changing, you know, like you don't need to drop your shoulder and, and, and dig in just because you have more lean angle. The balance point is exactly the same. I love it. I love it. I, my, my last tip would just be my ultimate goal here would be for you to be standing vertically with the handle and to be able to dynamically fall into your, to your final lean position. Mm -hmm. You should not crash down on that rope. You should, it should just be a motion to this, to this position. If you find yourself going from vertical to, to your cutting position and you smack onto the, you know, you smack down onto it, that's, that's no good. We want to be just moving into this position and falling in a way that we can stay in line, engage our core and, uh, not crash onto the handle. So, and then the other thing is obviously we don't want to use so much muscle in our arms that we're letting ourselves down so slowly that we never find that dynamic motion, you know, and I think this really does, uh, emulate a turn into a cut. And I, I I think it works really well. So, yep. Yep. It's incredibly important. So as promised, we started at the very, very base, but, but again, like, like nothing is more important than this. So, um, you know, 
take it kind of seriously, you know, like just dedicate some time. And, and like we said, go ahead, video, take photos of it and just see if, if what you see matches what, you know, what your body was telling you, uh, your position looked like. Love it. Love it. Hey, I want to throw a shout out to uh, Justin Cohen real quick. He, uh, he helped me with my audio quality this, this off season. And uh, I'm hoping that, uh, the result is, is something, uh, you know, we're just trying to bring a better experience to you guys. So thanks to Justin and, um, Thanks to every one of you for listening and uh, coming back for season two. Can't wait. Thanks, y'all.